0: Are we ready to do this? I'm re- I'm fucking oh, Freddy.
1: Oh, f- oh fucking Freddy. No, was that okay? Hold on. Wait, was that a moment of a long silence, or was one of us talking and the internet was fucking up?
2: No, no, that was just just silence. That's why oh. I was seeing if you guys recorded.
1: I'm. I was just sitting here like, I'm sure Dylan's just talking about, like, the New Japan covers. I'm we'll just let him go. I'll cut it in later. Oh, gee. In.
2: Gee. Gee, <laughs> thanks, asshole.
1: <laughs> no, it's just like a whole section of the show where me and Blake are like, and now we're gonna step back for a moment and just go back to what Dylan said when his internet cut out. Are you, Can you assholes fucking hear me? Fuck you. Oh, no, uh, I was re-listening to the episode where I told my Ring of Honor story. And it's it, it was at the part where Dylan's, uh, Dylan cut out, and <laughs> I accidentally left in the episode a moment where you could hear Dylan just go, Can you guys hear me?
2: <laughs> yeah, I noticed that bit.
1: I was just like, oh shit, I forgot that. Welcome to Fight Boys, the weekly podcast.
2: Fight Boys, I of- weekly podcast. It's about professional, professional wrestling and basketball wrestling <laughs> I'm <professional wrestling. wrestling. laughs> <have> your host. <laughs> Moore. I'm trying to talk with you These fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you talking about? <laughs> who are you Kimmy? talking
1: about? <laughs> Fuck. What?
2: Join us always by my time. What we're doing is we're motivating you to change the cold opening.
1: <laughs> Hold on. I said oh. a hip. Ha! Huh. The hip-hip-hip-hip-hop, the 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 hip hip, hip, don't hip, stop hop, the rockin' yeah. to the, the
2: bang-bang! Welcome yep. to
1: the fight, boys, baby! We're gonna get boogie with the man known as the Blakey T.
2: That's me! Now,
1: what you hear is not a test- Don't test me, dude. I will give all the fucking rappers delight right now.
2: I don't... I got five minutes, go for it! <laughs> <laughs> just like, the beer's already in my hands, Scotty. I don't know what you want yeah, from
1: me. You're just like, we don't have that much to talk about this week. Brock Lesnar, Mizegra can only get us so far into this.
2: Listen, oh. I can go on a small tangent about indie wrestling, but, you know, yeah. I don't know how much you actually give a shit.
1: Man, <laughs> I love independent professional... What?
2: What? I mean, I could save that
0: whole, like, thesis on why Glow is one of the best series on Netflix. Oh, yeah.
1: By the way, Gus, this is a professional wrestling podcast. I'm Scotty Moore, joined as always by Blake Tanner and the Dylan. What's up, fuckheads?
2: (laughs) I like that. It's concise. (laughs) It is. Welcome to Fight Boys. Fuck the other two people in this call. (laughs) How are are you both doing? How are you both doing These two fucking
0: assholes stepping on my intro. Uh
1: (laughs) I'm like, I work so
2: hard. I'm building...
1: (laughs) I'm building a legacy! You worked
2: so hard on that you worked so hard on that intro back in October. Yeah. So guys,
1: Brock Lesnar, real or shoot. Let's play. Let's play everyone's favorite game, work or shoot.
2: Or shoot. So what, is this round two? Was Booker and Corey the first yeah. one? I'm gonna listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the line on this one. It's 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 both. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a uh, it's a shoot that Brock Lesnar just didn't fucking show up mm-hmm. uh, but I think it's. But I think Roman's, range, Roman's like promo was a worked way for them to capitalize on it yeah. and try to get him over for the umpteenth time mm-hmm. yeah I've heard a lot of people being like no no
1: that's just a work that way you can try to get Roman over as a baby face and I'm like look we didn't boo we weren't cheering Roman the other 50 times Brock Lesnar didn't show mm-hmm. up at Raw we're not gonna cheer him this time
2: I think, fact, I think. Oh, I was just. I, I think Dave Meltzer or was it Dave Meltzer or Brian Alvarez who was who was like, you know, this promo isn't going to matter in two weeks. And by God, he's right because it's Wednesday <laughs> and I don't give a shit about
0: that promo. Yeah, exactly. I stopped giving a shit about the promo by the
2: time the match was over. I stopped
0: giving a shit about
1: that promo by the time uh, he was done
2: delivering it. Yeah. <laughs> Then again, we all kind of hate Roman Reigns, so we're not the casual fans they're looking for. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. I mean, when
1: John Cena, they're basically rehashing the John Cena rock thing that didn't work, because I still cheered The Rock at that WrestleMania, even though he did all of his promos pre-taped. I was like, I I don't give a shit, though. I don't, because that's The Rock, and I'm in Miami, and
2: I'm fairly sure I'd get stabbed if I booed The Rock in Miami. See, see the way, the way, the way I saw it, I was like, "You're right, The Rock isn't here, but he's also not insufferable, so he's already miles ahead of you." Yeah,
1: and then The Rock came out and he did the same exact catchphrase five times in a row, and you're like, oh, fuck, All right, damn, damn it,
2: damn
0: it, bro, I know what you're doing, Rock, damn it, Rock." Oh my, f- I love you, dude.
1: Ya. I'm reading Jericho's uh, latest book right now. And there is some buck, like, you know when basically he became insufferable Jericho where he was a babyface, but he would just do his same shtick every single night and it got really boring and annoying?
0: The man of catchphrases, Chris Jericho. He was
1: doing, like, he was just, I was reading the book and he's like, yeah, for all you smarks on the fucking internet who thought I was just, like, losing touch, uh, that was because I was turning heel in a month and I was trying to get you all to hate me prematurely. Fuck you. And I was like... I love you, Chris Jericho. <laughs> Damn it! It makes sense! What?
2: Chris Jericho, have my baby <laughs> Chris
1: Jericho, please! Oh. You're so good okay. at making heels!
2: Yeah.
0: So, wait, when does that mean? So, when is he gonna turn heel on his podcast? Because that's what I feel about. <laughs>
1: Oh, man, yeah, that being said, like, you guys talk about my, my shtick being too long in the opening of the show. At least I'm not like, welcome to the Pod of Thunder, brought to you by DDP Yoga, everybody. It's like, Jesus, I think he's on cocaine. No! Mm,
0: fuck, I would love to be sponsored by DDP. Hey, DDP, you're an Atlanta man. Hit us hey, up. Hey, DDP,
1: what's Hey, what's up, monkeys? It's DDP <laughs> here. I want you all to do some yoga with me, and then no, no DDP, <laughs> please. No, I'm sorry. We, I will do anything for a sponsorship, but I will not go do yoga with you.
0: Uh, I, mean, we have done your yoga before, and it's great. Yeah, just I'm not. This is it is 11:30 at night. No,
1: come on, monkeys, let's do this, DDP, pl- DDP, please. DD D- please. D-
0: please yoga.
1: Yes. DD <laughs> D- please. Mm-hmm. Please no.
0: Stop. This, what, is this like the triple X diamond now? Yeah. <laughs> is that the yeah, name exactly. of yoga? This one. DDP after dark? It's like the, D- D- please? Have you ever
1: seen the Scott Steiner workout video? <laughs> where he's like, he's just like, alright, I want you to get on the bench with me! And he's like benching a barbell, but he's also got like a half-naked woman on his lap as he's doing it, and then he picks up like three women at once and starts squatting them, and I'm like, (laughs) I don't think I have these supplies at my local gymnasium, Scott Steiner. Do you have a good replacement for three random strippers that you found outside of the local Wendy's? (laughs)
2: At, that you found and the at, Cracker at, Barrel man working for you at the Shoney's. <laughs>
1: exactly. I had this to come down the Shonies, and then afterwards I get my pump on them. Yeah. Scott, no, damn it.
2: And then I go and I have my chicken. I go and have, have my chicken strips over Shoney's. <laughs> Wait, is that is that Steiner's? uh, Is that the
0: shtick for his particular Shoney's? It's just a hooter. <laughs> it's
2: just a Shoney Hooters, exactly. I know for a fact that it has a like whole, like, like windowed-in area that just has a bunch of, like, his memorabilia and, like, <laughs> titles and shit. Yeah.
1: Wow, like we're not that far away from it. Can we go on an adventure soon?
0: I feel like we've talked about this yeah. before. I don't know why we haven't I yet. I just
1: want to know, like, why can you not—why can a pro wrestler not start a business in— in the Georgia area that's not completely and totally fucking insane. You've got DDP doing yoga, you've got Abdullah the Butcher who has like a Chinese chicken factory, and then you've got Scott Steiner's Shoney's hookers.
0: I think it is a little unfair to lump DDP in with those guys. (laughs) I was on Shark Tank, buddy! (laughs) Okay, DDP, (laughs) stop. Especially motherfucking Abdullah the Butcher.
1: Abdullah, I think the catchphrase is fork it up, which by the way, I didn't know Abdullah had a restaurant until last weekend. We went to like this shitty event in Atlanta and at the end of it, I was like, we were there 10 minutes. And I was like, we need to leave. And I was like, oh, let's see what restaurants are around Atlanta. And then Abdullah the Butcher's like Chinese chicken shop came up and I went, we're not going there. (laughs)
0: Uh, well, yeah, what tipped you off the first? The fact that the man who is well, the most notable for the fact that he has hepatitis C <laughs> and bleeds on people and his chicken fat. Yeah, well,
1: the C stands for chicken, Blake. He has hepatitis chicken and it's delicious.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Is it bad
1: that it wasn't because it was Abdullah? It was because I was like, I don't really like Chinese food that much. <laughs> I don't...
0: It most. I would just be like, if I had to see Abdullah's head while I'm eating, I don't think I'd have an appetite. I've seen
1: it in person before, and it's like a deep V. Like you can see a notch out of his head. Abdullah the Butcher, <laughs> House of Ribs. What's the name of the... I can, I remember they have like probably the worst catchphrase of all time. It's like fork it up, and I'm like no 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 no. Oh no, it's closed. It's officially closed. <laughs> The best barbecue in the world from Abdullah the Butcher, motherfucker! And so instead we went to a bar where, uh, they actually had a signed picture of DDP, surprisingly enough.
2: What was enough. the, uh, what was the event you went to?
1: It was like this weird Harry Potter-themed prom, which was essentially an excuse for, like, hipsters to get dressed up and go drink. And we got there too late, so we were like, well, we can't do anything now. So instead we went to a different bar with a bunch of signatures of a bunch of porn stars and then in the middle of it all was DDP just like I don't know why I'm here but yeah
0: Oh DDP knows why he's here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man and up dude the Bray Wyatt situation is getting sadder and sadder What
0: Let- what what's happening now <clears throat> I need I need the explanation So
1: Bray's wife is now basically saying that Bray is not paying the full amount of s- child support. And apparently, he has to pay like a shit ton of... He pays more in child support one- in a month than I make in a year. <clears throat> yeah. And so he's apparently only been paying $6,000 mo- a month, which is what he had previously agreed to, not the new agreement. And his wife, uh, ex is claiming that he's been spending it on items like strip clubs and gifts for JoJo, despite owing her money.
0: So between this uh-huh. and learning just how, kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Crazy Bo Dallas yeah. is.
2: I'm kind of, like, losing stock for that whole wrestling family. <laughs> oh, you mean the- IRS is yeah. completely normal from what I understand it, and so is their sister, as far as I know. Yeah,
1: she's- she's a sweetheart.
2: Oh, you mean Bo Dallas? <laughs> no. Nope. No, no, the other sister. Apparently- The one that actually has a vagina. Uh,
1: apparently Bray went- went off on Twitter, though, but he still stayed in character, which I applaud him for. But, <laughs> people spread lies. You know who you are? Lies! All lies! But a wolf never loses sleep over the opinion of sheep. FOOL! Damn! Alright!
0: Man's... Man knows how to keep kayfabe. I'll give him that. Now, at this point, though, I'm not sure if he even knows anymore. Now, you
1: say he's good at keeping kayfabe, which brings me to a little, uh, imagination lesson with you, Blake Tanner, which is, What's Bray Wyatt like in a strip club? Is he just trying to bring him all over to his side?
2: He wears oh. the same shirt. I want you to know. The, the, oh yeah. He wears the white pants and the like weird, almost Hawaiian shirt and the hat in there.
1: Do you think any stripper has ever done like the weird back bend spider thing he does? Wouldn't she notice? Is that bright white? Hold on, check this shit out. Bends over and he's just like, ah, oh, that one's your mine. I tell
0: you that. I'm pretty sure it's more likely that he's asked them to do it for him. No,
1: he's asked to do it himself. Nah, you're doing it wrong. Let me show you. You do it like this, then you grab this guy in the front row, kiss him on the head, and, mm, Sister Abigail, take him out.
0: <laughs> oh. Guys, the official Fast Lane
2: poster is out. Oh,
0: no.
1: Have you seen oh, it? Oh, no. By
2: the way, is our, is our, given the clusterfuck of the main event, is our parody called Carpool Lane?
1: <laughs> oh my god! I love it. If we uh, we
2: also have we we have a seven man match, yeah, exactly, or whatever the maximum you can have in two K eighteen is. <laughs> yeah,
1: man, I just. I don't know. Also, I feel bad because uh, the expiration date pay per view. Kind of almost predicted what happened at the actual elimination chamber, which was in ours, the lumberjack just kind of went crazy for a while, and then finally Blake ended up pinning him at the end.
2: And I'm like, oh shit. Congratulations, Blake, you're the Roman Reigns of this promotion. (laughs) uh... (laughs) Blake! Did you, wait, wait, did you enter last as well? No 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 what? The last person was Candidate Charlie and a,
1: it was not a threat. It was Blake like hit him with a BDT and then pinned him. Not even his finishing move. Blake was just like, let me just drop you on your head real quick. Let me just I'm tired of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, but also, Dylan, I'm not gonna I'm not insulting you publicly about this, but you got pinned by Victor of the Ascension. <laughs>
2: Let me, let me, let me correct you there. Uh, your weird-ass fucking, <laughs> like, simulation got me pinned by Victor of the Ascension.
1: Look, man, I was- Was I- wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. Was I the first person eliminated?
1: Yes! And you were eliminated by Victor!
2: I officially hate you and this show. <laughs> I
1: feel- well, hold on, just bring that fire to your promo during JWF tonight. You'll know. It's all right. Anyways, um... No,
2: no, I quit now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Dylan, I, I understand that you're having some problems with your booking situation, and you're not the only one, because apparently Lana, of all people, got mad about the way WWE has been booking. <laughs> not just her. Like, she's judging the actual show
2: itself. Which, to me... I mean, it is, it is pretty shit tier. Yeah
1: but I mean when yeah. Lana does it that's like if Eva Marie came along and defended pro wrestling to, oh wait shit that happened too yep but yeah <laughs> uh,
0: pretty decent but yeah
1: CJ or yeah, fuck Lana went to Twitter and just goes I like to watch shows and sports that I can't predict every single thing. If I can predict every single thing that's going to happen in a TV series, I stop watching. Please, for the love of God, shock me sometimes. Keep me on your toes. Give me real drama. And then someone replied, Vikings, Game of Thrones, Sons of Anarchy. And she retweeted it. (laughs) And this was after Elimination Chamber. So Lana, the person who... Okay, never I was about to diss on Lana, but Lana's gotten a lot better in recent years. But, like, that's the least likely person I would expect to go ham on this.
0: No, I... Yeah, it always surprises me when somebody is actually just, like... They they reach the point of just fucking... Yeah. I might be putting some job security on the line, but you know what? I'm real damn tired. Yeah.
1: I just love when you see those people come out cuz you just get this respect for them like when uh I think we've talked about it on the show before but when Bull Dempsey defended uh like defended the entire WWE and defended the uh, social outcasts when that one dude called him jobbers and then Bull mm-hmm. came out and was just like he wasn't like pissed, he was just like I'm very disappointed in you right now, my son. Let me let me sit you down underneath the learning tree and teach you about the ways of working.
0: And then he got fired. Not not Bull, but the other guy too. Well, I mean, that, Bull was already yeah. They both got
1: fired. Yeah, other guy got fired too, wasn't it? It was Josh from Tough Enough, wasn't it?
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. that fucker,
1: that fucker, Josh. Th- anyway,
2: yeah, I would, I uh, I mean, I really feel like they can't. She can't put her job in more security or job security in more danger than she did when they like, you know, torpedoed that terrible. Uh, that terrible, like, let's switch sex partners angle with, uh, with Ziggy and Summer Rae. Uh, Summer Yeah, where they were essentially like, this
1: angle is so shit. We're just going to announce our engagement
0: and ruin it. Is that cool with you? Is that all right? Because yeah. we're tired. <laughs> I guess that does like, give them a track record of just saying fuck yeah. it. Now,
1: to be fair, that angle did give us... Probably one of my favorite Rusev segments of all that de- of all fucking time, which is when Rusev was giving gifts to Summer Rae. He was just like, I've got you this, it's a fish. And she just pulls a fucking fish out of it.
0: Take this, Take this fish.
1: fish, this, this dead fish, <laughs> fish, just like Lana yeah. throws it. Ah. In the fucking
2: ramp. Yeah,
1: and then it's just like, and then I brought you this little dog. I call him. Dog Ziggler. And I was like, fuck,
2: it's not even clever, but that's what makes it so good. Here's the thing. Here's the the thing, is that, like, she has such job security because she's married to Rusev, who is, like, super over, but I feel like her bullshit is keeping him from being world champion. Yeah, exactly. Also, I love his tweets regarding John Cena. He's just like, so John Cena can just come back and... He just gets a match to be in the in the main event of the next pay-per-view, huh? He called
1: him Johnny that must be.
2: He was like, that must be really nice. And I was just like, ah, oh, the salt. Yeah. Ah, oh, the salt of Rusev Day. Rusev doesn't get a he title match. He did it on or... Rusev
0: Day, too. Can you believe John that inconsiderate he fuck? He did it on Rusev Day.
1: <laughs> yeah, that asshole. Now I'm just going through to Rusev's Twitter, because Rusev is... Rusev's up there with
2: Chuck Taylor. If, in- uh, you know what I'm looking forward to the most for WrestleMania is I hope Aiden English comes out in like a full fucking like suit, yeah, like opera suit, and just starts singing Rusev Day the top of the ramp, like <laughs> as Rusev comes out for his match, dude. Ah, uh, that's gonna be glorious. I mean,
1: if they had a tag, if they let them like go over the tag titles, which I doubt they would, because they're trying to reignite the Usos
2: New Day thing. But that would probably... That already happened? Didn't they already wrestle three matches, not three months ago? Yeah, no. <laughs> well, it, the thing is the
1: SmackDown's tag team roster is about as thin as the JWF's at this point. And so they're just like, oh, fuck it. Who do, what else do we have? Let's go back to New Day then. Why don't we do like Brizongo or Rusev Day or one of these tag teams that are really over with the crowd? No, let's go back to New Day. FYE still has a lot of their merch they need to sell.
2: It's really you know, weird. You know, we how... always could do that thing we did way back at the beginning of the podcast where we just made up random, random jobbers for the, for the, uh, for the JWF. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. My, 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 car- my, my, my Asian fashion designer who comes out in the Mobile still, is still there.
1: He's still waiting. He is the Zack Ryder of the JWF. He's in every show. He never gets put on the card. <laughs>
0: I
2: have- <laughs> Always
1: just uses automobile. him as a personal chauffeur. Yeah. I have come up with one guy who I want to include soon, and he's just a master wrestler called the Hammer Man, and I have no idea what his gimmick is. He's just really, like, just the shittiest small town indie gimmick of all time, and he's just like, I'm the Hammer Man! I got hammers!
2: Alright. If, if it wasn't for the fact that uh, Rocky Romero had already stolen the idea of just having a. Having a mass luchador named the luchador, uh, Chico el luchador. Yeah, exactly. That was cool. just an old school. I saw that and I was just like, God damn it, why didn't we already use that for the JWF? Exactly. To be like our token luchador. It's mm. like, it's because it was too obvious for us, but it was just obvious enough for being the elite. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, and
1: you know what else is obvious to me, guys? Mm-hmm. It's obvious that all of our lovely listeners need to go over to merch.alodapurebs.com and pick them up some Fight Boys merch. We got merchandise that lets people know you're a fight boy or a fight girl for life. Shirts like I wore to the Ring of Honor show where I got a drunk guy to download our podcasts. Which, by the way, if you're listening, what's up, bro? Nice to see you again. And then, of course, we got shirts for all your favorite JWF wrestlers. We got shirts for Blake Tanner, shirts for the Dylan, shirts for Canada Charlie and the Lumberjack, surprisingly enough. Shirts for all of your favorites over at merch.alotopurebs.com in the Fight Boys section. Now, guys, I'm on this, I'm on a little website right now called Twitter.com because it's time. <laughs> Mm -mm. I'm hovering over a little button right now that just says tweet to Chuck Taylor because (laughs) you have your own special button for it now (laughs) hold on wait a minute can I actually put this on my hotbar no I can't shit (laughs) all right so uh does it just need to be about the fact that homeboy is
2: hanging with Okada now I mean I feel like we should multi-part it because uh, like he already tweeted that he purposely hurt Trent so he could take his spot in the New Japan Cup. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, first off, we should congratulate him, like congratulations on uh, on replacing at Trenty Locks in the New Japan Cup. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> secondly, second, secondly, be sure to bring the PWG title with you whenever you team with uh, with hashtag. I think I think it's at like Rainmaker X. Yeah. But it's like would be like, that way you can show that you two are equal world champions. <laughs> I'll, I'll, can uh, I make a change?
0: Then, of course, you need to throw in, um, also bring it back to Atlanta so I can drunk talk to you again. No, okay. I, I think we can concisely
1: sum this up with, congrats on getting to team with Rainmaker Okada. Does this mean Trent is free to be our new best friend? <laughs> also, Reese, we need to follow. Tag with at Rainmaker. X Okada.
2: Uh oh, come on, I wanted you to bring up the world title situation. I feel like you thought that funny. Well I thought we did that last time, didn't we? No, not not to bringing it to New Japan. Oh,
1: okay. Does this mean yeah. that-
2: I just I just want to see him with his belt and then Okada with his and be like, I'm a world champion too, and have Okada be like, sure you are, buddy.
1: <laughs> Hashtag please RT and follow. Hashtag if you don't, Trent will.
2: <laughs> um don't, don't lie to Okada, uh, don't lie to, uh, t- Chuck Taylor like that. Hashtag. Don't lie to Okada either, <laughs> since we have him. Yeah. <laughs> Show, okay, congrats
1: on getting to team with Rainmaker Okada. Show him your PWG title. Cause you're both champs. Also, does this mean Trent Deluxe is free to be our new best friend? Hashtag please RT and follow. Hashtag if you don't, Trent will. Hashtag. I hope. Hashtag Dustwatch 2018. <laughs> Alright, well! Dude, I'm just waiting for the day where one- I'm gonna, We're gonna be, like, nearing the end of the show, JWF will be over, like, Alright guys, we're having a good one, and then I just hear DING! Alright guys, we're gonna have to stop the show really quick, and then I just look at my notifications, and it's just Chuck like, Fuck you, stop!
0: Could you guys <laughs> stop, please? I'm sorry, sir. I do not see another follower. I'm sorry.
1: We do not see another follower on there. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Looks like we're not going to be able to let you off the old hook-ski there, big man.
2: Sorry, (laughs) broski.
1: Oh, man. So.
2: Hashtag (laughs) (laughs) woo-woo-woo.
1: So, I think Gallows has drank that WWE lemonade. Or he already had it drunk?
0: Because have you. I mean. <laughs> it wasn't lemonade, my boy. It was biscuits and it gravy. Was
1: biscuits and gravy! Oh, fucking hell. I'm sorry. I, I'm i going to go back to this in a minute, but I did just read the headline Ric Flair Dances at Latin Awards Show, and I may have just. I may be able to die a happy man now. <laughs> but no, uh. Someone interviewed Gallows, and they were talking about who he wants to come in. He goes, I hope the Young Bucks come in. They're highly talented. If you want to make your mark, if you want your name to go down in the annals of sports entertainment history, you have to come to WWE. It's the pinnacle. doesn't get bigger than this. There's no bigger worldwide stage than WWE. So I think they owe it to themselves to come out here and thrive.
0: If there's a man who knows how to go down in the anals of history, it's Luke Callum. I tell you
1: that, big man, showed my fucking ass on a Colt Cabana video back in the day. <laughs> here's, the, here's
2: the thing, is that, like, on the one hand, the schedule they work is more ridiculous than anything WWE would have them work. Yeah. On the other hand, like, I feel like they're they have so much creative control and, like, so much stroke among the like with Ring of Honor and New Japan and everything. I mean they're they're literally running their own event. Right. later this year. Like mm-hmm. if that goes well, I'm pretty sure they'll be like fuck it, why do we like they'll be like no, no, no. <laughs> like like it was like we know this is a if you can't beat them join them, them situation, but we can at least kick you in the nuts repeatedly. And then yeah. And they will. I'm sorry. They And they will. I mean, they're heavyweights now, guys. Like, there's no stopping Yeah, them. exactly. I'm sorry. I've just been enjoying
1: watching Ric Flair dance at this Latin Awards show because there's a moment <laughs> where two people walk on stage and carry him off as to be like, "Rick, you're done. You're done dancing okay. with Bad Bunny. Please leave. But Mr. Flair.
2: Mr. Flair, please. Mr. please. Mr. Mr. Flair had had some of the... uh the woo crispy woo spicy <laughs> KFC. <Was> that, for- <laughs> that he had also that he had also uh, dipped in tequila. Oh wait, that's for <laughs> Georgia Gold. I haven't had
1: the Georgia Gold. I did have the Nashville Hot the other day though. So yeah, it's for no, the Georgia
2: no. Gold
0: baby. <laughs> yeah, I get that woo um, tangy, woo crispy, woo Georgia Gold chicken. So now that the Young Bucks are heavyweights yeah. does that mean that they can't buy apps for the table anymore and they just have to buy everyone's full meal? Oh yeah that's yeah, yeah,
2: the point I mean maybe maybe yeah. I mean, I feel like we should all rather be focused on the fact that like if the Young Bucks facing the Golden Lovers <laughs> is what they're using for Strong Style Evolved what kind of crazy shit are they going to have <laughs> for their own show? Yeah exactly Uh huh Like, if if that's what they're just using in the... I love how they tweeted, like, we should have got a bigger arena for this, because that match alone really would have sold out a larger arena in L.A. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Can I just say my favorite thing about watching the different, like, when Blake tries to go off on a tangent like that, it's like watching a child about to walk off a cliff and Dylan being the one to try to guide them back away. Blake is just like, hey, can we just make up some goofs about the young bucks buying Applebee's? At which point Dylan's like, no, no, child, come with me. We're going to just talk about the shows and
0: how they're... (laughs) Oh, you know they don't.
2: (laughs) As I, as, I, as I sit here in my Young Bucks shirt, yeah, I might have. They it. are heavyweights. They go to Outback now. They
0: got... <laughs> no, they still go to the Denny's, let's be honest. And the CGI Friday is
1: the best uh, Japanese restaurant of all
0: time. Well, when there's a Shonies around, you know where they'll be. <laughs> That's right! Somewhere
2: else. <laughs> Hala, like most you people. Hear me? <clears throat> f- if you need a refill. <laughs> They are
1: free, don't Wouldn't worry. Wouldn't you love if that he commanded all of his waitresses to say that? He's just like, Alright, I like your attitude. Think you're doing good. But make sure to offer the refills and ask Holly if you need a refill.
2: <laughs> it's kind of my gimmick. It's kind
1: of my thing. Just do it. Oh, oh, it's got a three-star rating. <laughs> it's a three-star rating and it has a full liquor bar. It's a Shoney's with a liquor bar?
2: <laughs> I need you to understand, three stars is high for a Shonies. <laughs> It is.
0: Yeah, it is. Yup. Pr- most of those stars are for the liquor bar. <laughs> uh,
1: first question on the Shoney's qu- uh, questionnaire is, do they sell Sharpies there? It's a Shoney's, so no. Um, then the next question is, is Steiner ever there? I don't care if food's bad. If he's there, I'll eat there. Reply? Never heard of Steiner. Terrible
0: experience,
1: and won't be back.
0: He actually sits in
2: the middle of the restaurant in a <laughs> very large recliner
0: <clears throat> on a
2: on a pedestal. Hey, hey Scotty, your, your mic's sounding kind of weird, bro. Uh,
0: oh yeah, you're doing the you're doing the very sensual deep voice. Oh, is that again. what it is?
2: Okay, well
1: yeah. I think well, we'll keep it going to the next segment, and so therefore everyone <laughs> listening is going to be like. Fuck, we gotta do like five more minutes of sensual, sexy, Scotty. Meanwhile, I'm still here trying to figure out all these fucking reviews. Would have given it six stars if it was in the Tokyo Dome. Um, <laughs> let's see. Can I just look at all the one-star reviews?
2: Uh, green mm. beans were wa- They all say. They all say Scott Steiner called me a fat ass. <laughs>
1: Green beans way too salty. Fried okra tastes frozen. Chicken was greasy, barely any meat. Macaroni and cheese had no taste. <laughs> oh it was... I asked for a refill of my sweet tea and the owner of the establishment chased me out of the building while holding a bundle of Sharpie by a case. <laughs> oh my god. Hey! You want
0: an autograph? Come
1: back here! Come back! Come on! Let's do it!
0: The best part is, I don't know if that actually happened or not. I'm almost
1: positive that it was. (laughs) Oh, Oh,
0: man. I am just...
1: There's nothing good. Anyone who's giving it a good star review clearly only went because they love Scott Steiner.
0: Oh. Um, Anyone...
2: <laughs> yeah, that sounds I mean, about yeah, right. Yeah,
1: obviously.
2: No, not surprised.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: The surprise would come if you told me there was somebody who was like, this was the best, like, this is the best culinary experience of my life. And I'm totally not a Russian boss. Oh,
1: wait, hold on. I'm, I've got a review here from one Gordon Ramsay who's just like, this was the most delicious meal I've ever had. The waiter was fantastic, and our, the beautiful owner, with his big blonde goatee, was fancy.
0: At first, I wasn't too keen on the fact that he was completely shirtless the whole time. <laughs> <but it grew laughs> he was me.
2: screaming at me insanely,
0: and every he time me, well, he walked out, out of you the do, isn't it? and
2: every time he walked out of the back, he demanded that they play the sound of sirens blaring. <laughs>
0: Man, dude,
1: I don't, it's just still weird that there's a fucking Shoney's with a, there's a Shoney's with a liquor bar. Scott was just like, I understand this is a family establishment, but no one will eat our food unless we give them something. (laughs) Boy. Oh, this review, actually, apparently they know him personally because it just said, Scott, good luck, you're going to need it. And I actually think that was to me personally because they know I'm still going to try to go to this horrible place.
0: Please let it be after um, our BSL challenge because we are going to need to drink to get (laughs) through.
1: Yes, exactly. We're going to need to wreck some shop in order to get through there. What happened to Blake and Scotty? They died of indulgence at a (laughs) showtie's.
0: It's the worst way to (laughs) go. Exactly.
1: What happened? They tried to go shot for shot with Scott Steiner. Oh, really? Like alcohol poisoning took him down? No, no. They beat Scott Steiner and he got so mad that he picked up one of them and then used that one to beat the other one to death. He full on lowkeyed us. He just like whipped us back and
0: forth. To the point where he picked both of them up and just I, uh... used them to start beating other customers. Twelve yeah. people died.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So guys, this is still a wrestling show, right? Because we just spent a solid sixer on fucking Shonies.
0: <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs>
1: Well, while we're doing this, now that this has officially become the review show of fucking Fight Boys, Abdullah the Butcher, Bar and Grill, let me see. Holy shit, all of these reviews are like 500 paragraphs.
2: Hmm. This whole... Not only was this the worst experience of my life, but I also now have AIDS. (laughs) No, This this one's one star, but I don't think
1: it's for the restaurant. Because the review reads as such. It's one star. Abdullah the Butcher, House of Ribs and Chinese Food, Atlanta. Why did WCW let Abdullah the Butcher go? (laughs) I'm like, sir, you...
2: Why would you leave a
1: one star review for that? No, I think he was upset at WCW and he was like, this one star is for you, WCW. I'll take you out.
2: I don't think they know that WCWA doesn't care and B is gone. Yeah, like, this was posted in
1: 2016. <laughs> like, Abdullah A definitely can't wrestle anymore, and BWCW does not exist. Woo. Went to Abdullah's about three times each time I left sick. Something about the meat, or the sauce, or something he uses. Did you get a vaguely. Oh, what's the word? Uh, Hepatitis feeling. (laughs) After eating (laughs) that.
0: His special sauce, it's called the Hep Sauce. It's made with his own blood.
1: (laughs) Hepatitis sauce. The place was nicely decorated, and if you remember Abdullah when he was wrestling, it'll be a real treat for you. Otherwise, don't. Um. Let's see. I feel like they could have. I feel like they I could like have led
2: with that. But okay. <laughs> well,
1: you need a compliment sandwich. That's what they didn't know. They started with the diss, and you know, no one's gonna listen after that.
2: They were like. I really feel like it could have been like. Don't.
1: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. This place is bizarre. First, it's located in Southwest Atlanta, a part of town not exactly known for culinary delights. <laughs> Secondly, the storefront is painted hot pink. Thirdly, the restaurant name re- li- literally reads, Abdullah the Butcher, House of Ribs, Chinese Food. Fourth, the restaurant has strange furniture, closed booth and chairs with floral, pa- floral patterns that look like they were taken straight from some grandparents' living room. Fifth, the place had a unpleasant oh. smell. It's the smell of hepatitis, thank you very much. Don't know what it was, but I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, mainly because I don't want Abdullah to read this review and hunt me down with a fork, but the food was pretty bad. They tasted like frozen Tyson chicken wings from Sam's Club.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. That is amazing. Man, what other... Alright, so
1: how how are you going to follow up this segment, Scotty? Well, I mean, I could just go to Virgil's fucking Instagram page, which we found to be a club banger the other day. Re- restaurants owned by wrestlers. Well,
0: at this time, I would like to bring some awareness to a uh, a fund that I'm helping with. Of course. Okay. Uh, this fund is for a very a very needy boy.
2: Who? Okay. He's very... And it's patreon.com <laughs> slash <I> was
1: waiting. <laughs> it is that We'll save that for
2: donating just $1. $1.
0: Just $1. And you can get John Cena to WrestleMania.
1: Oh, I've heard about this. The John Cena fund. The Cena
2: fund. In the yeah, of... How much money yeah. does it have? Because I, I need to know how... I need to know how much... I should hate that person. From
1: It was a really well done video, which is the worst part. I was like, "Shit, this is actually <laughs> really well done."
2: That dude has that dude has that dude has editing software, and this is how he decides to use <laughs> it. He's oh,
1: great. Now, guys, I'm on. Uh, I have fi- I'm finishing up the, the our review segment with Hogan's Beach Shop, which is actually closer to Dylan than it is to me and Blake. And, actually, a lot of good reviews. As much as I love...
2: I mean, I've seen pictures of the inside of it. It's exactly what you would expect from Hulk Hogan's shirt shop. There's a lot of, like, merch with his face on it. There's some of his memorabilia. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's basically a shrine to his ego. And if that's what you're going there looking for, congratulations! As much as I love wrestling and was a -a Hulkamaniac when I was a kid, this place is a hard pass.
1: Doesn't matter how cool the toys and trinkets are when customer service and management is so bad. Wanted to look at some belts, and Ron was super rude when I had questions about them and passed on buying one. Aren't missing anything by skipping this joint. God, fuck off,
0: Ron.
1: Hold on! Okay, when you hear something like this, if you're the owner, because on Yelp you can reply. If you're the owner, would you not be like, We're sorry for what happened to Ron. Ron is so, I'm so sorry.
0: You're right. Fuck- Ron is fired now. It's okay. Fuck
1: Ron. Ron's a piece of shit. No, no, no. The- instead, Robin H. of Hogan's Beat Shop replied, I'm not sure why you think Ron was rude, but we apologize for your experience. Ron's the number one go-to. Not rude to anyone unless you're rude or say things about the store or Hulk Hogan. He's a very protective person. From what I was told you made you made a very rude comment about Hulk Hogan and that's not called for. We're sorry for your experience. Fuck you.
0: I'm sorry, but
1: <laughs> you can't talk about Don't you talk about Hulk, Hulk around about Ron.
2: My Hogan. Don't you talk. Oh, about... oh man, this is a great this is a this shop is a great monument to cunt Hogan. He is just
1: Oh my god, I don't know if this is... I don't know if this is Ron, but there's another one-star review. There's a young guy at the front desk that's super rude, probably on steroids. Never been to Clearwater, came across this place and thought it was super cool at first. Bought $100 worth of Hulkamania gear. An older guy, the nice one, at the front desk tells me that Hulk is here, but you have to come back in an hour. Then you'll see him. So my friends and I go eat and come back. When we come back, this steroid freak... And then in parenthesis, he gives them the nickname Juice Tits at the front desk, said that we missed him, and then called us stalkers. What the hell? I still love Hulk, but so disappointed in the employees for tricking us. Not cool, brother. Oh,
0: fucking Ron. I bet it was Ron. It's such a Ron thing to do. Man, why haven't they fired Ron yet? I'm taking all the John Cena money that I've made, and I'm giving it towards firing Ron.
1: Yeah, fuck Ron.
0: the John
2: Cena. Yeah,
1: I like that was Blake quickly admitting to his fucking fake John Cena thing. He's just like, yeah, um, just want to fucking admit it right now. I was gonna use that for drugs and alcohol, yes. but now it's all going to fire, fucking Ron.
0: Thank you for explaining my joke, Scotty.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, buddy. Anyways, patreon.com slash load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Patreon.com slash load of BS. Oh, fuck. Wait. Wrong one. plug. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did that one earlier. Patreon.com slash Fight Boys. That's right. Patreon.com slash Fight Boys is the only website where you can go to support these good... F-
2: now we know which child you really <laughs> <care
0: about. clears
1: throat> Shh, It's okay. Donate to both. And then, of course, if you donate to the Fight Boys Patreon, we do have some perks all relating to that amazing Birmingham, Alabama-based professional wrestling organization, the JWF. That's right, for just $1 a month, we'll bring you into the JWF, say your name, give you a match, and then promptly job you out. But if you want more than that, if you want to be like Guy Fieri, like Scott Moore, like the Lumberjack, like all your favorites, then donate $5 over at patreon.com slash fightboys. But if you want to be more than that, if you want to be a (laughs) champion, if you want to be the very best, like no one ever was, dun, 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 dun. then $30 over at Patreon.com slash Fight Boys will give you the championship itself. You will become the JWF champion. You get promos, pay-per-view after pay-per-view. We will make you a legend. But that's only if you donate, 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 donate over at Patreon.com slash Fight Boys. Which means, boys, it's now time
0: for you to fix your microphone.
1: Oh yeah, hold on. Let me do that really quick. <laughs> all right, so we're back. It, all right, uh, so we're yep, back and I fixed my microphone and um I'd like to pre- I'd like to apologize in advance for the quality of my audio <laughs> through this episode because I've definitely been recording it on a microphone behind me on the other side of my room. But hopefully I've got it all pitched up and it not sound absolutely terrible. But who knows? Which means, Blake Tanner, it's now time to kick it on over to everybody's favorite commentators, Silver Spoon and Captain Tibbs, for another episode of JWF Monday Night War. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night War. I am your host, Silver Spoon, joined as always by Captain Tibbs. Tibbs, how you doing today? Having a real strange sense of deja vu, Silvs. <laughs> That's right. It, I mean, it's not like we had to record this a second time. It's perfectly fine, Tibbs. But let me tell you, we are on the heels of one of the greatest pay-per-views we have ever seen in the JWF, the expiration date pay-per-view. We had some amazing matches. We got to see tag team implode as Scott Moore took on his son Scotty Moore in an absolutely vicious falls count anywhere match we got to see Guy Fieri versus the brunch boy himself Baron Corbin and then then of that expiration chamber match tell us about it Tibbs you know what six
0: men entered five men left technically and one was left standing with the belt
1: that's right, Tibbs. I mean, you had some amazing superstars in that match. You had the Dylan, You had the Lumberjack. You also had, you had Canada Charlie and Victor as well. Who? And then, of course, of course, our champion, Blake Tanner, the man who bested them all, the man who defeated them all and is now firmly on the route to wrestle Palooza, Tibbs. Let me tell you something. I'm so excited for that. That main event is going to be amazing as the winner of the Regal Rumble, Scotty Moore, goes on to face his former tag team partner, Blake Tanner. It's a The BS implodes at Wrestlepalooza.
0: Are you excited for it? I'm so excited. My hairs are standing on end. I'm tingling all over. It's like a sensational explosion of Tibbs. <laughs> okay, Tibbs. Cold shower,
1: my buddy. Which, uh, of course, brings us to Blake Tanner, a man who, after seeing everything Scotty Moore has done in recent weeks, well, he seems a little bit upset with his former tag team partner, but he's in our ring right now, and I think he's got a message for Scotty Moore. Let's have a listen.
0: You know, I should be proud of what I accomplished last night. I should be proud because I defeated five other men and I left the expiration chamber as your JWF World Heavyweight Champion. I defeated the Lumberjack. I took down Guy Fieri. Charlie and Victor, they were there too. And so was the Dylan. I didn't even get a chance to get to him. And you know, despite all that happened, there's something... Kind of bittersweet, just rattling around in the back of my head. Do you know why that is? A month ago, I sat in the back and I watched the Regal Rumble match. I, I took notes. I was studying every competitor. But then at the end, I saw my best friend, Scotty Moore, throw out about a dozen other competitors, and he secured his spot against me in the main event of Wrestlepalooza. You know, I, I saw what you did that night, Scotty, at the Regal Rumble, and I could only think about how impressive it was. Then I saw what you did to your dad. And then I heard what you said about me last week, how I was gonna choke in the chamber. How I couldn't hold on to this title if my life depended on it. See, that's when I knew. That's when I knew I had to hold on to this title. I had to defend it in the chamber with everything that I had. So I could go on and face you, my best friend, on the grandest stage of them all. For the biggest prize in this or any other business. But that night at the Rumble, Scotty, something changed. Something changed in you. You decided that this championship was more important than our friendship. You decided that it was more important than your own family. I couldn't believe anything that I saw at that point. Because what you did, because of what you did to your father, what you said about me... This match isn't going to be about two brothers working their way up the business to claim their spot at the top anymore. No, it's about me having to teach Scotty Moore a goddamn lesson in humility. It's about me breaking Scotty Moore down bit by bit, limb from limb, and showing him that it doesn't matter how many super kicks he throws. It doesn't matter how many SMGs he hits from out of nowhere. Scotty, whatever you think, could beat me a year ago, when I was green and just entering this business. It will never, ever be enough. I am on a whole other level than that person I was. Russell isn't going to be about brotherhood anymore. It's going to be about me. Showing Scotty Moore the supreme multitude of ways that he has fucked up. It's about me showing Scotty that he threw everything away when he attacked his father and when he attacked me. A month ago, I knew that Scotty Moore and I would put on one of the greatest Wrestlepalooza matches in history. But now, now I'm gonna have to take Scotty Moore to church and make him kneel before the altar of the JWF and make him atone for every sin that he has committed in our hallowed halls by stomping his head into the mat over and over and over. Scotty Moore, come wrestle Palooza. I'm going to show you that I'm not your best friend anymore and I'm not some scared, sniveling little underdog from all those months ago. I am the JWF World Heavyweight Champion! And after what I saw from you, you're just a little bitch.
1: Oh my god, strong words from the champion, Tims. I mean, that was some of the most impressive work I've ever seen from Blake Tanner on a microphone. What do you think?
0: He's fired up. It's intense. I love intensity.
1: That's right. And let me tell you something. I mean, I hate to make a prediction this far out of the, this far out of the show, but I gotta tell you, I think Blake Tanner, if he keeps this fire up, if he keeps this passion going through these next couple of months, it may carry him to a victory at Palooza. What do you think?
0: I think you're right, Sills, and in some ways, I'm rooting for Blake Tanner like I'd root for the son that I never had. Well, I mean, you did have a, you do have a son.
1: Nope. I mean, yep, Oh, well, no. Dead to me. Okay, then. Well, we don't have Canada Charlie, ladies and gentlemen. Nope. Anyways, uh, and then, of course, like I said, that's going to be a match of a tag team imploding. We're going to see, gonna see Blake Tanner versus Scotty Moore, the BS one of the greatest tag teams in all of JWF history, fighting each other at R- Wrestle Palooza. It's gonna be absolutely amazing. But speaking of tag teams, Tibbs, I wanna talk about a match last night where another tag team faced off as the brunch boy Baron Corbin took on Guy Fietti for a chance to enter the expiration chamber match. And Tibbs, well, I'll tell you something. Something happened during that match that I don't think either one of us could have predicted. I was scared that's right Tibbs well I mean like I like I said I mean a couple of weeks ago the rat Sentient went to brunch boy and he said you can't run from Vince forever and during that match that nothing was more true than when the lights dimmed and when they came back up brunch boy Baron Corbin was face to face with the Undertaker I oh, don't say his name <laughs> And, of course, grabbing him, choke slamming him to the mat and leaving our brunch boy broken and beaten. And that's what allowed Guy Fietti to secure his spot in the expiration chamber match. But, of course, I think the brunch boys, they've got a little bit of suspicion about who sent the Undertaker after him. So, let's have a listen. All right. So, Victor... Victor, you remember that little mouse I was telling you about last week? Oh yeah, that little squeaky motherfucker. yeah, that girl called me back last week. Even after everything, she called me back, you know what I... Hey boys, how you doing? Well, 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 if it ain't the brunch boys themselves. Hell of a match you put on last night. Too bad, it? Cut the crap, Connor. We know you two are behind it. What? Behind what? Look, I got no idea what you're talking about, Brunchy. Hey, maybe that choke slam last night knocked a few screws loose,
0: huh, Victor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you messed up your brain and stuff.
1: Look, we know you sent the Undertaker after Baron. We know you're jealous of him, and we knew that you'd be willing to do whatever it took to take out one of Us? Us? Sending the Undertaker after Baron, you really think we got that kind of pull with the Undertaker? Got that kind of pull with the dead man? Come on, the silence. Using someone else to take care of our business, that's not our style, baby. We settle things on our own, ain't that right,
0: Victor? (laughs) Yeah, we do punches, kicks, Hey, we do uh, real fighting like the UFC.
1: Yeah, but like we said, Baron, You can't run from Vince forever, baby. Like it or not, you're part of the WWE. And Vince doesn't exactly like it when one of his boys runs away without permission. And so he sent the most dangerous man in the WWE after you. He sent his deadliest competitor. He sent the American badass, the undertaker. Right, and you had nothing to do with that. You didn't tell Vince about us, didn't tell him that I happened to be fighting that night in his arena. What? No, 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 I'd never do something like that. You know, I'd never, never, ever, ever do that. Right, Victor? Yeah, well.
0: But we did. We did send him that text that it said, right "Hey, before wait, no, the no, 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 no,
1: Shut up! Shut up! Don't talk about it. There Wasn't no text. That wasn't about him. That wasn't at all about nothing. It was about I was sending. I was wishing Vince McMahon just a happy birthday. That's all it was. I was wishing him a good happy birthday. Make sure the boss lived longer. Makes it make him stronger. I don't know. look, Brunchy. We had nothing to do with the attack, like it or not. Hmm. Well, lucky for you, you're gonna have a lot of time to send those texts. Because we aren't just here about The Undertaker. We're here to deliver this from Captain Tibbs. It seems we aren't the only ones upset about that attack last night. What? What's this? What the hell? A suspension? You tried to... you you suspended me? for 60 days, 60 days suspension. That's right, boys. Looks like you're gonna miss out on that big Wrestlepalooza paycheck. No money, no fame, and especially, no JWF tag title shot. So, guess we'll see you in 60 days, boys. What? No, I can't, but how dare he do, you gonna do this shit to me? YOU'RE GONNA DO THIS SHIT TO ME! Hey. I can't- uh, you, uh...
0: It's all right- Hey, what? Connor. Don't worry. I got an idea. Owen, by the way, Vince's birthday is in August.
1: That might have been the problem, then.
2: Well, Tim! When, when did- when, when did Connor and Victor become a hood, hood-sounding white guy and an Australian? When did that happen? I feel like I missed a memo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Welcome to the show, the
2: Dylan. Have they always been like that? I feel like they weren't always like that.
0: <laughs> you know, Victor hasn't uh, gotten a chance to talk much.
2: Yeah, baby. And this That's is... great. I've heard Victor talk talk other times. I don't think he sounds anything like that. Yeah. This is just who I am, baby. This is my life. I'm the Connor. <laughs> this is my life. <laughs> right okay um
1: so so anyways captain tibbs some ominous news from victor looks like he's got a little bit of a plan against your 60 day suspension but let me tell you something i think that was a brilliant idea we still don't know who sent the undertaker but where there's smoke there's fire and there's a whole lot of smoke around the ascension right now
0: a lot of smoke a lot of fire that's why i had to douse them with a suspension and water (laughs)
1: Yeah, a a waterful suspension. And, of course, that's going to put them out to after Wrestlepalooza. That means those boys are going to be missing out on a lot. You think you might have overreacted about this? Nope. All right, well, fair point. Uh, But, of course, speaking of people who may have been overreacting, some people who might have been upset after the expiration date pay-per-view, it is, of course, the Dylan, the man who has been – He has faced Blake Tanner numerous times for the JWF title. He's had numerous opportunities, but of course, he's always come up just a little bit short. But of course, as we know, Dylan's never the one to really, never the one to take that responsibility. And I think he's in the ring right now to let us know how he feels.
2: So, um, I'm aware that I've been kind of dick since I've got here. I've, uh, you know, given a lot of low blows, beaten up some of the staff, set a couple of fans' cars on fire, but to be fair, those people were illegally parked. But see, despite all of that, I really don't feel like I've been given as fair a shot as one might think here. See, the last couple of months... Feel like there's a certain force working against me. See, first I finally get my rematch after months of, of trying to get it, and a couple weeks beforehand, turns out Tibbs finally read a rule book. Been running this place for thirty years, probably since before color TV. All of a sudden decides to get a rule book. I can't use the move I've been using for literally months. Okay. Fine, doesn't doesn't suspend play for using ring steps illegally. Okay, sure. Now I gotta try and earn my title back another time. Except now I gotta do it in a chamber match. Okay, fine. It's pretty fair odds. Sure, we'll take it. Then I got to be the first one in the cage. Okay, fine, sure. Then it's got to be against the Mountie first. Where it starts to get a little ridiculous. That would that would require me to be in the ring, beat the Mountie, who basically, I believe, destroyed at least $2,000 worth of property on this premises. Then beat four other people that didn't have to fight the Lumberjack and then try to get my title back. You see how none of this really sounds fair once you start to think about it? I mean, the Lumberjack's a pretty cool dude. You know, I've beaten him before, but still, all of this back to back to back, you start to get the feeling like Tibbs is against me. I start to get the feeling that Tibbs is against me, that Tibbs didn't like what I did as the face... Of this company, and so he's trying to keep me in the back, away from all of the, you know, the highlights, the main events. Try to keep me to the side as much as possible through every nickel and dime schemes he's got rolling around, and what's left of his mind. And I've got to be honest with you, I've about had.
1: it looks like all right, all right. Listen here, Tibbs, where are you going, Tibbs?
2: All right, all (sighs) right. Now, first off. I
0: don't know what a color TV is, you're going to have to tell me about that later. But next thing, I did not ban your move for any other reason for the fact that it was illegal and bad and I could get sued for it, okay? I just want to let you know, I do not want to get sued for it and I'm not liable for when I didn't know it was illegal. You read the rules, that's a real rule. Now listen, you talked about how Lumberjack, you fought the Lumberjack before how you've beaten the lumberjack before, but you didn't get to do it in the chamber. All right, that's fine. I understand all that. Now Dylan, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't like you, but it's not because you used to punch people in the dick. It's not because you're an asshole. It's not even because you set those bastards' cars on fire. They were very illegally parked and we didn't have to pay anything. I don't like you because you make excuses. Now, yeah, you're a, you're a big, huge asshole, but let's be honest, so's Captain Tibbs. You make excuses, though. For everything. If you don't win a match. It's never your fault. It's never what you did wrong. It's about how everyone else did you wrong. How everyone's had to screw you. And make you have a bad day. You don't pick yourself up. After a match. And you don't ask yourself. What could I have done better? No. You just sit there. And you wallow in your own little. Sick. Self pity. But Captain Tibbs. He's a. He's a nice guy when he wants to be, so I'm going to give you one more chance. I'll give you one real opportunity, no strings attached. If you want to go to Wrestlepalooza, if you want that last shot at victory in the JWF Championship, I'll give you a match, a match next week against Blake Tanner. And if you win that match, then the JWF title will be on the line at Wrestlepalooza in a triple threat match.
1: Oh, my God, Tibbs. What an amazing, I mean, let me tell you something. That is an absolutely amazing decision right there. I mean, of course, as the booker of JWF, let me tell you, a brilliant decision right there. It took care of all the problems Dylan was having. It made... The JWF's main event at wrestlepalooza Palooza, possibly even bigger, sets up an, another great main event for next week. Tibbs, I got to applaud you for that one.
0: i oh, stop blowing smoke up my ass, Sylve. You got job security.
1: <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Tibbs. I mean, I will. I do have a question. I mean, Scotty Moore, he did work hard to earn that shot in that match. Do you think he there'd be any backlash from you possibly turning it into a triple threat? Well, maybe. Not my <laughs> problem. That's right, Tibbs. But I mean, of course, like I said, we've had that. We've now got that amazing main event for next week, and of course, we'll see the fallout between the the Rat and the Brunch Boys next week. And then, of course, we'll see what's going to happen with Scotty Moore, with Blake Tanner, and of course, with the JWF main event match at Wrestlepalooza, Palooza. But of course, if you want to hear about any of that, you're going to have to tune in next time on JWF Monday Night War. So, boys, it has been an episode. What did you learn <laughs> this week?
0: Uh, I learned that, Scotty, you and I are going to go to Scott Steiner's Stripper Shoney's, and we're going to go meet D.D., Dee Dee, please.
2: Dee, Dee please. Uh, Dylan, what did you learn, my boy? Uh, apparently, I need to go find this Ron guy at the surf shack trying to get him fired.
1: <laughs> you gotta go fuck up <laughs> Ron. <laughs>
2: Hi, I'm looking. I'm just going to walk in there. Hi, I'm looking for Ron. Yeah, I'm, I'm Ron. Fuck, Fuck you, Ron. <laughs> I hate Hulk Hogan, by too. The way, by the way, by the way, his name Yeah, I was going to say, by the way, his name is Cunt Hogan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I learned that I should probably check what microphone I'm recording from before we start recording.
2: You've only been doing this for how long, Scotty?
1: Uh, coming up on almost two years in a couple months, but it's (laughs) alright. Slow clap, buddy.
2: Slow clap.
1: (laughs) So
0: Dylan can be found on Twitter at SexyChuckyT. Blake, where can they find you? You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter. Um, doing all of our other stuff um, for the BS Network, on Twitch, on the podcasting thing, and you can also find me (laughs) whatever we do on that and you can find me at the darkroom video that's darkroom v-i-d-y-a on youtube if you like video games and you can find me on twitter at Scotty
1: mo that's s-c-o-t-t-y-e-m-o buy my books on amazon there's queasel corp queasel corp risen and of course bs versus the gods the book where me and blake tanner fight a bunch of fucking grecian gods and it's dope as all hell uh make sure to help out the show online at patreon.com slash hello, or fight fuck slash fight voice. <laughs> I'm sorry guys. Uh and of course I, I think we may start doing this on Twitch. Dylan Dylan was down for it. Blake was down was down. As long as I can figure out how to do it. We'll hopefully be live on Twitch recording next week. I
2: don't know how we're gonna. Then we can answer. Then we then we can start ragging off at fans. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: the finally they'll go away from me.
2: Um, uh, make sure to
1: pick up your Fight Boys merch over at merch. and check out all the other amazing BS Network products, like a load of BS. Me and Blake's show where. If you liked where I was just kind of reviewing bad restaurants and Blake was riffing, that's what a load of BS is. And then, of course, there's Opposite Attractions, the show where me and my buddy Jim Murphy uh, try to build our own theme park. And it's also the reason why I had the wrong microphone set, because I just gotten done recording that. But, of course, excuses are excuses. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at a aloadofpurebs.com. Buy our merch at BS. Dot com donate to the patreon find us on Facebook subscribe on YouTube follow us on Twitter at Fight Boys show Chuck Taylor and remember ladies and gentlemen when you're a fight boy you're a fight boy for life.